so basically another subject came up recently with um interracial marriages or relationships because Jada, she's always I feel like Jada is biased. I feel like a lot of people are biased. I was gonna say, why are you gonna come for me? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I feel like a lot of people are biased when it comes to if a black man marries a white woman or dates a white woman, it's looked at as like something really bad or one of the worst things or like he laying down the whole black community and all that shit. But if a black woman marries a white man, then it just looked at as okay. And then they just say, because niggas ain't shit, so she might as well get a white man. They just say anything. So I just want to see what Jada's take was on it. Well, we came across a post on Instagram with, which one was it? That's T or Tamara? Tamara. Tamara Maori. 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 Yeah. (laughs) She, um, she, you know, she's married to a white man. So he asked me, and I was telling him, like, I feel like it's more likely because, you know, their dad is white and their mom is black. So, you know, they grew up in an interracial household, so it would make more sense if one of them dates a white man and one of them dates a black man, or if they both date black men or they both date white men. So I think also with going with a man, a black man dating a white, well, mixed person, because they're mixed, a mixed man dating a white woman. I just thought about All American, the Netflix series, the boy, whatever his name was, I can't remember. Yeah. He dated a white woman, didn't he? Were you dating a white girl? Yeah, I think you. I think so. Okay, his dad black, his mom white. You so get you feel it? Like that's acceptable. Yeah, you get it. Like his mom is white. So. Okay, so what if uh, a woman, all black woman, dates a white man? You I feel, feel like that's still acceptable. I was going to say I actually feel like it. I was going to say, you know, you are a race to see no color, but sometimes you know you do meet people and it's just like no color. But sometimes, if some women, like, if you are aiming to date towards white men, that means you like white men. That don't mean you racist or nothing, because I think you're trying to go sound racist or... No, it's like I wasn't a that. Hypocritical. I mean, not hypocritical. What is it? Double standard. There we go. Yeah, it is. I mean, why you, why you don't give men that option? I just... It was the same option. No, you said no, cause some I, niggas be like, I want to just. Some niggas be like, I, I, I just like white bitches. They do What's say that they white that? women, and they have their their racist reasons. It's colorism, and racist. They have their reasons. That's yeah, that some of them aim. do, but not all. I of feel them. like some black women do that too when they aim for white men. Sometimes, like you said, niggas ain't shit. I agree, but that's not always the reason. Okay. I just feel like you never gave men that some of them could actually be just in love with the person or I said it. not I have so. no intentions of, I don't know, colorism or racism. I said that. I think that they can still love each other without seeing colors. It just happens sometimes. Yeah. But if that's the first thing you see first... <laughs> what's the first thing you see first their skin color cause you're not supposed to see color oh man tragic news today um they just did the decision for the Breonna Taylor case um when I first seen that this morning I didn't know what to think I was like my first initial thought was okay this happened before you know who's gonna be surprised but at the end of the day I was surprised cause when you kinda think about it it's like 
in our face, like it's obvious that these people should be guilty. Not only that, but I think they charged for something that happened to the neighbors or whatever. And that's just like another backhand in the face. It's like, okay, this woman was in her bed, in her home. Her dude in there, he heard them coming through. And they had on regular clothes. He heard them coming through, so he fired shots. Because he thinking he's getting intruded like any other person would. And then this results in Breonna Taylor being killed and shot in her own home. And my thing is, I don't know what... I, I'm going to just be honest. At this point, I really don't know what the next steps are, what we need to do. And then I see people talking about voting is the reason. I honestly don't believe voting is the reason because at the end of the day, they just I heard they just made up a new law about based on this Breonna Taylor case. So at this point, what is voting going to do? I feel like we need to make sure if we are voting that it's going to be changes in our community specifically. If that pertaining to the blacks, the whites, the Asians, whoever you are, whatever your race is, whatever your community is, if you're voting, I feel like it needs to be a purpose behind your voting and not just going out to vote. So this one other party has another vote just to do some bullshit, which is what they've been doing the whole time. And um, yeah, man, that's my whole take on that Brianna thing. Just a prayer goes out to her whole family and everybody and anybody dealing with that because this is just... It's just getting out. It's been out of hand, but man. And then let's not forget, yeah, he went on this whole little Twitter rant where this nigga <laughs> pissed on a Grammy. I remember I first seen that. I was like, what is this guy doing? It, it just caught me off guard. And he was basically just dissing the whole industry and how it's set up, basically. And, um, you know, how basically the artists get paid little to nothing compared to the people who are at these big corporations, like I mentioned earlier, which don't make sense because if you are putting out the product, I do believe you should begin, if not at least half, honestly over half of what's being brought in. If you're really the sole reason for it to be brought in, I feel like without the artist, you have nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, an artist, he can go get it on his own without a label. But a label, you can't do shit without artists. Without artists, you're just a label. So I definitely think they're undervalued in that sense. This picture going around of Tyler, the creator, Earl Sweatshirt, and then... Of course, you know, when people take pictures, that means they're doing music and collabing. That's how the internet goes. But if they do collab, that would be a dream for somebody like me who is an avid, diehard Odd Future fan. I've been listening to them since high school. So if they do collab and do something else, Lord knows I would love that. I think that was like a very iconic duo. That whole Odd Future era was just iconic, to be honest. Yeah, man, those kids, well, they were kids. It's crazy how life is, though, like, just seeing them all hanging out as teens and then growing up into later in life to venture out into their own things. I think that happens to everybody over time, just basically. I don't, I don't want to say outgrow. That is what happens sometimes, but most of the time, you just go your own way, especially when you get older and shit start happening. Really, life just start happening. LeBron's son, smoking weed. You know, I think, I honestly think LeBron kind of already knew his son smoked weed. I don't know. I just think the type of parents or son relationship they have, I don't think he wouldn't know that he didn't smoke weed. And I really don't think he'll be that upset about it. I mean, I probably think he'll feel some type of way because he posted it and now it's out there for everybody to judge you. But I really think at the end of the day, that nigga wouldn't be that mad about it when you think about it. Like smoking weed, like LeBron seemed cool as fuck. 
Like, real talk. So, it seemed like I just can't see him getting that upset over him smoking weed. Maybe posting it, but just smoking it. I, I really think behind closed doors, LeBron cool with it, to be honest with you. But those memes are funny as hell. Like, all these memes I've been seeing on Twitter and IG, this shit is hilarious, my nigga. I'm trying to see how I'm going to feel if my son starts smoking weed. I don't think I'd be... Well, it depends on how old he is. I wouldn't say I'd be upset, but I would definitely make sure he's at an age where he's responsible enough to be doing something like that. Because I smoke weed myself, so I don't feel like I could have too much... You know, I can't come down too hard on him if I do the same thing. I started... I, I smoked when I first was 16. That's when I first started doing it. Um... What if he started at 16? How would I feel? I wouldn't be that upset. I think I'd be more so just like advising him to wait till he's a little older and more responsible. And his brain is more... You know what? I don't think his brain would be developed enough at 16. Now that I think about it. So I would make wait till, wait till he's older and um to give him the okay with that. Because that's a, that's a tricky subject. So, back in the music. YG dropping the album tomorrow. Um, first, let's talk about that Dom Kennedy album, man. First of all, that that album is fire, as usual. Um, Dom K is just one of those guys from the West that has just been doing it for so long, so consistently. And, man, that dude is... He's something else. I definitely, I think independent artists definitely take a risk when you decide to go completely independent. Because once you make that decision and stick to that decision, it's like you. Now I get why people do it because you are in control of everything, but at the same time, you are really like betting on yourself once you do that. Like you're not betting on anyone else. You're not putting your trust in any label, any um companies any agents well i won't say agents but it's just it's different when you have that machine behind you pushing you it's just a whole different type of ball game when you're an independent artist or independent with anything in that matter so first and foremost big ups to him just for being this consistent this long in the game being an independent artist you know what i'm saying and also just dropping this heat man what was the new album rap and roll yeah um and he was on the Big Sean album, too. That was a great feature at the end, Still I Rise. That's one of my songs off the Big Sean album, which was also another great project. Um, Big Sean is also another one of the guys who gets underlooked a lot. And he's starting to get his name more recognition. I think he's going up in the ranks. You hear you hear whispers here and there, but he's still not considered on the same level as someone like a Kendrick or a Cole who's looked at as the top of the game at this point. That's just the go-to. Kendrick Cole, Drake. Those are the just guys I think people just go to that says they're at the top. So that's what the people I'm using. But you don't usually hear him in those conversations when those names come up. So I definitely think he should be brought up more in those conversations. And you are hearing more people saying he should get his due justice in the game. Because niggas don't know. People really did. He did set trends with certain flows that niggas took. And a lot of people don't address that. You know what I'm saying? First album. Okay, the finally fam- first of all, the finally famous mixtapes. Them shits was hard. Finally famous. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna say all the mixtapes because I ain't listened to all the mixtapes that thoroughly. 
But the one I did listen to, which was Volume 2 and Volume 3, Finally Famous, dumb mixtapes are hard. So he came in the game. I think that's what really catapulted him into the game. Because I know when he got signed by Ye, you know, he was saying how he didn't even really, his career didn't pop off immediately. Like, it took years because of what Ye was focusing on at the moment, not pertaining to his artists. Which Ye has been getting... Which is funny. I just seen a headline saying Ye owe Big Sean $3 million. I don't know what it's for. Matter of fact, let me see what it's for. Damn, I'm just jumping around. But fuck it. I want to see what this shit is about. I seen that earlier somewhere today. It's funny I brought that up. Kanye West has called out the record industry for unfair contracts. Others have questioned the rap artist treatment of his good music roster. During a recent episode of The Breakfast Club, Charlemagne provided some insight into Kanye West's business relationship with Sean. Let me see. Charlemagne said, he said, I hope one day Big Sean tells his story, but just know Kanye West owes Big Sean a whole lot of money, and he got Big Sean in a very terrible contract to be out here screaming about giving folks their masters back. Kanye West owes Big Sean $3 million. Kanye West gets half of Sean's profits and half of Sean's royalties, and Kanye wouldn't agree to Big Sean getting his masters back from Def Jam. Kanye needs to do right by Big Sean. Hmm. So, basically... I guess it seemed like they're kind of calling Kanye a hypocrite in a sort of a sense. I won't say a hypocrite. I think that's too strong of a word. I guess what they're saying is this new agenda that he's been pushing lately about owning your masters and, um, you know, just people getting their money's worth out of their deals and just basically everybody's getting fucked, which we all been known. Um, and I guess he's giving them flat because he gave Sean a fucked up deal, taking half of everything. But I mean, at the same time, I feel like Ye just, shit, I guess he's trying to turn that around for him. I don't know. I think Ye is just realizing some shit, which happens to a lot of people later on. Realizing the, I think he been new, but I think now is just a time of, with everything going on, I think people are just starting to wake up and. Niggas just want to take action. Like, niggas just tired of sitting down talking about what they want to do as far as ownership, as far as taking back control. Because what a lot of people don't realize, even with it going, boiling back down to, is what's going on with black people and how we're treated in this country and all that. It boils down, I think, to economic power and freedom. Like, if we had our own communities, our own, you know what I'm saying? If we held economic power like the Jewish do and all these other different races and the Chinese and like people don't realize is that they have their own. They go out, they build their own communities. Like it's very rare that you see a black community. When I say a black community, I mean a community where it's ran by black people from the top to the bottom economically, as far as with businesses, um, with the system, as far as what I, I mean by businesses, I mean being ran by the politicians down to the mayors the senators, I mean, just everything. You don't see that today. And I think that's what the difference is between today and back then. Back then, you've seen a lot more black communities. So when people come from outside trying to affect what we had going on, it didn't have the same effect because we were in control of everything. People don't realize how much money, people don't realize how much power money really holds. It holds a lot of power than people know. It, it it can open up a lot of freedom to a lot of things. I think people don't get that. But let me go back to what I was talking about. Shit. Um, I was talking about the Sean album, Fire. Uh, the Dom Kennedy feature and his album, F- 
fire. YG dropped about to drop an album. I know I'm biased. I just think that shit gonna be fire too. Um, that presidential debate with Trump and Biden. Let me tell y'all. I see everybody on social media saying, "Hey, go vote." If ever was a time you should vote, it should be now. Please vote. Get Trump out of office. All this, all that. Let me be real with y'all. This how I feel about the whole shit. You could say go vote. I see why people saying to go vote. I feel like the agenda is basically why everybody's saying go vote is to get Trump out of office. And I don't see any problem with that because that nigga is just, he's somewhere else. He, I don't, I know, I don't believe he's fit to be president. But at the same time, you look at the candidates and it's like, is Biden really that much better? Or whoever the, I don't know if those are the only, I think those are the last two candidates left. But when I think about it, I was like, is Biden really that much better? Of course, when we look on the screen and this nigga standing next to Trump, he looked like the fucking priest or pope. I'm not even going to say that because them niggas shady. Um, but anybody standing next to Trump looks like they would be a better candidate, I feel like. Like that nigga is literally the bottom of the barrel. But at the same time, you got to remember... They're still politicians. They still work in the government. They still lie. Nine times out of ten, even if they were telling people what they wanted to hear, which I still don't think they've done for black people specifically, I may not be able to say that as much because I haven't really be I haven't really been paying attention or listening as much. But still, they will do that. They will say, Hey, this is what we're gonna do. Um for your people. This is what we're going to do for this community. This is what we're going to do regarding this and that and so on. Then they get in office and they just flip the shit. It's like everything these niggas was talking about during the election, during their whole run, that shit just went out the window and now it's just a whole nother agenda. It's like what they were talking about, they don't give a fuck about anymore. And niggas is not realizing that. They just seeing it's a man up here that's not Trump. And they're like, oh, I'm going to go trust this other person. This Look, I just think when we vote, it should count. I'm not saying Biden is going to go in there and not do better or Biden is just going to go there and not make any changes. But from what history shows, he's not. He's just going to be another face up there saying some shit that people want to hear, get in the office, then do what the fuck he want to do, not give a fuck about. He's going to get in the office, do what the fuck he want to do and. And that's going to be that. Then we're going to be left, left looking stuck for another four years. That's why, man, I really do think it trickles down into our own local. I, f- I feel like local voting will definitely make a difference. Because if this nigga Biden get elected, is shit really going to change? Like police still going to be killing niggas. These niggas still not going to get locked up for killing black people for no reason at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this shit is not changing, if I'm not seeing no major changes, I don't give a fuck who win this shit, honestly. That's how I feel about it. So people can say go out and vote all day to get Trump out of office. For what? It's just a lesser of the two evils. That's how I look at it. But, yeah. And that was episode five of the Awkward Silence podcast. If you enjoyed that, I ask that you please subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor, whatever it is. Just make sure y'all keep tuning in every week and come back and listen.